Today on the Zabecast, Tommy Lasorda is still alive at 93. Too bad fighting with mascots in Major League Baseball is not. Notorious J-A-Y. On a haggard Belichick, pizza debates in the best way for the world to end if it has to. All that plus a giant FTG to the president of Wells Fargo and an NFL coach. Your high test, not street legal, 30 minutes of pure me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thursday, September 24, 2020. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading. So, let me start with a couple emails and we'll get right to Jay because he is the star of Thursdays. This one from Luke Bears, B-A-R-E-S, Bears, Bears. Hey, Zabe, obviously I've noticed your intro music on the Zabe cast has always been Dr. Feelgood. Just wondering if you've ever seen the movie The Dirt on Netflix. If not, you're missing out. If so, please comment about it. Loyal presenter brother from another mother. Loyal presenter brother from another mother from New Berlin. Luke. Um, let's see. I guess he's saying loyal one percenter. Uh, I believe The Dirt is a movie about Motley Crue. Yeah. No, I, I definitely need to see it. I'm not a big Motley Crue fan, but I do love their music. I just, I, I'm not like dedicated to Motley Crue. My buddy, Big Mikey, he is a total, do they call him a crew head? I don't um, A Motley Crue guy. He's been to, I think, like 50 concerts over the years. I'll check it out. I, I like a good band documentary. This one from Eric Brockman regarding Glenn Eunice from yesterday. Zabe Loyal, one percenter who wanted to give you some feedback on Glenn after your heavy lifting to try to sell him to the listeners. For what I say, Glenn is great. Liked him the first time you had him on and every time since. Keep up the good fight on the Rona. Someone has to. There are some really slow-moving Karens out there. Hashtag more J-A-Y. Hashtag vote Solly. Sincerely, Eric Brockman. Chris Talley. Yes. Yes on Eunice. If we could have less bragging and more stories. One percent of Chris in San Antonio. Thank you, Chris Talley. Good to hear from you. Uh, yes. All these things are, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of feedback. A lot of people saying, some people saying that, you know, Glenn is still not their style. I will work to get more stories from Glenn. You have to just realize he sounds like this little kid who's bragging because that's the nature of his ebullient, like, kid-like voice. But he really is involved in all these things that are pretty cool high-level stuff. And I didn't even know that he knew Danny Balin and helped set up the interview with um, Michael O'Keefe. That's an error on my part. I should be digging into Glenmore. Like, who do you know? Who do you know? How can I get get this guy on? Get, help connect me. Let me get in contact with. I'm not doing any of that. I should. Not, not, All right. With that said, it is time for Notorious J. Hello. Hello, Jay. How was your dinner tonight? Oh, out doors. Now I'm sleepy. Now sleepy. <laughs> well, just stay awake for 30 more minutes, Max. I, I, I will attempt to. Okay, very good. Top of the evening to you, Jay. Where did you go eat? Did you get some crabs, hun? In the <laughs> last dying days of summer on the 23rd of September or not? No, it was just outdoor pizza, which tastes better for some reason. Really? We eat it outdoors. Yeah. Nice. I don't know why. 
Would you eat indoors if that option was available, or are you not there yet? No, because I'm going to tell you, I've had two people that I know in the last two weeks test positive with the coronavirus. Did they have a bad go of it or just test positive? They just tested positive. Okay. All right. So you're still being cautious. That's fine. I'm still being cautious. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Well, where do you want to start? Unicorn throwdown on Monday night. Mahomes versus Jackson. Could be the game of the year. Who would you take if you had the chance to pick either one up in an expansion draft for the next 10 years? This is not even a hard question. Pat Mahomes. Really? Yeah. Because? Because Lamar Jackson is still not adept at throwing the forward pass. Okay. I want to keep. I don't know how many times I'm going to be closing <laughs> this point. I mean, when when you get one on one coverage a lot, he looks good. But when he has to see zones and make reads, a la playoffs, how good did he look? Yeah, but that's all in the past. You're not. I mean, I'm looking to project into the future. Is there any future in which Mahomes is not that good? No, no. Okay. But I just don't understand how this guy came from Texas Tech, and we did not know he was not on anybody's radar to be this good. And he is the best. Well, uh, even if not the best quarterback, the second best quarterback in the NFL right now. Because Russell Wilson, by the way, is really fucking good. Is it a joke that Russell Wilson has not had any first place votes? It's I can't believe it. And, and I'm or, or 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 is it appropriate given the fact that he has not had that pop year statistically? Because remember, it's a regular season vote and it's a statistic. Vote two. Who nope. would you rather have quarterback in your team, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? Right now, at the at the height of their powers, uh, Rodgers. Okay, but it's close. I have tremendous respect for for Wilson. I mean, I can't stand him. Great player, can't stand him. A GPCSH. I have long okay. since come around on that. But back to uh, Mahomes. Or excuse me, back to uh, Lamar Jackson. I just can't believe you're not coming around to maybe him being a really good player at some point. No, he's a very good player, but he is going to, I think you might have said it, or somebody said it, he's going to be like Zion. He's only going to be around for five years. (laughs) I didn't say that. I did not say that. Okay, somebody, somebody said he's going to be like Zion Williamson because his style, he doesn't know how to get down, get out of bounds, or slide. He's going to take a hit, and a la RG3, right. his career will come to an end, sadly. Yeah, well, sadly. I, I, I did say that uh, he does need to learn to get down better and more, but I, I think he's capable of that. I really do. I don't so. think, no, I think you either have that skill or you don't. It's not I much really, of a skill. It's just sliding. Well, sliding? It's... If you've never played baseball, you don't know how to slide. It's no, not true. Oh, just Bobby because, Griffin, just, because just because, just because, couldn't learn that. Uh, look, RG, RG three didn't know how to do it, and that was embarrassing. But I, I think most athletes, even if they haven't played baseball, know how to slide. I'm gonna say it's you, 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 you poo poo that. Okay, sliding is a art. Okay, but you're excited for the big unicorn showdown? I mean, Ravens, Chiefs, these are the two best teams in the NFL, right? 
so far, yes. So far. But you're not gonna so far, yes. you're not gonna crown their ass as Denny no, Green. May I'm he not, rest I'm in peace trying, would no, say. If you want to see Denny. Right, exactly. Right. Do you want to be a great game though, but will it be better like the best game so far this season to me has been the one we saw on Sunday night. That was a great game. That, that was, was great a great football game. to watch. That was a great game. Are you starting to get tired of the piped in noise though? I don't even You don't think, care. Like I, I I watched the Steelers game on Sunday and the only time the noise is like I don't, I don't understand is when after every pass play, there's not a boo or or a cheer. They don't, they haven't quite got that one down yet. <laughs> right, the guy that's touching the bat, the Madden buttons, right? Right, right, right. Because there's a, as you know, there's a penalty on every pass play now. Sure, sure. Okay, so you want to you want to hear my tears of a clown? I've tiered the league up after two whole weeks. I figured it out. Yeah, you ready? Because because women, your favorite Colin Coward had the ten best teams, and yeah, the ten best teams in football did not have the Steelers in his top ten. That guy's a fucking moron. Yeah, well, he he and he and he and Skip Bayless, our morons, are getting paid more on that in a second. Yeah, I'll so, talk about that. Yes. All right, yeah, so yeah. here we go. Uh, my top tier is two teams. It's the Ravens and Chiefs. They're the go. good, the deep, the loaded, the well coached, and with the unicorn quarterbacks. Yes. The second tier is good quarterback, still a threat. Packers, Saints, Niners, Seahawks. Niners, though, going to play without, it looks like, Garoppolo. Jimmy G, yeah. I know, but I'm giving them a pass because they were, hello, in the Super Bowl last year. Okay, but if there's no Jimmy G, you got to take them off. Tier three will be uh, more like tier 2B. Good quarterback threats, part two. Patriots, Steelers, Cowboys, Bucks, Rams. Take the Cowboys out because their offensive line is shitty and their defensive secretary is even worse than that. Okay. So you got to take them. But go ahead. This is your, this is your list. Well, no, I, no, I want the quibbling. I need the quibbling. I, you yeah. Know, the, the Cowboys, no. Cowboys, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, but that's where I draw the line at those uh, 11 teams, five, four, two. That's 11, right? Five and four is nine. Carry the one yeah. divide by the square root of pi. 11. Yes. Got it. <laughs> Um, so that's it. Feelings that's, on, that's feelings on the Cardinals. You saw them up close. Hold on. Feelings on them. Hold on. Hold on. So I draw the red line there that says I wouldn't bet on anyone below that line to make the Super Bowl. Just make the Super Bowl, mm. not win it. That's a whole nother step above. Just make it. That's my line. You got a problem uh, with that because no. Here come the rest right. of the league. I'm putting the following teams in what I excuse me, call the gang of interesting. The gang of interesting. These are interesting teams. The Bills, the Raiders, yes. Yes. the yes. Chargers, the Falcons, the Cardinals, and the Titans. Uh, the Falcons, how is Dan Quinn still employed? <laughs> I told him, pick up the onside kick. I told him, pick it up. But but the uh, the Raiders are interesting. The uh, no, no, the Ravens were in the top tier. No, no, I said the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders, yes. Sorry, and I was going to ask you, you saw the Cardinals up close. How do they look as a team? They're good, but they're not. I mean, look, they beat the Niners up in San Fran, they play well against them, and they beat a a Red Wolf team that's very lacking in talent. Okay, all right. By the way, did you have the Giants in that list? 
Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. Wait, 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 wait till we get to the Giants. Wait. So that's the gang of interesting. I wouldn't bet any money that any of those teams would make the Super Bowl at this point, but that's where they are. The next tier down are the going nowheres. They're not terrible, but they're going nowhere. The Dolphins, the Browns, the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Eagles, the Bears, and the Colts. Yeah. Okay. Then there is the Danny, New- Danny Noonan. You're not good, Danny. You stink. The Ty Webb division. Panthers, Lions, Vikings, the Bengals, and the football team. Okay. By the way, is uh, I don't, have you talked to Chark? Is he still bebopping and scatting about Kirk, Kirk Cousins? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, it's all quiet on the Kirk front right now. <laughs> okay. But you know what? They're having similar buyer's remorse with Carson Wentz in Philly. They had similar remorse on Matt Stafford in Detroit. They're probably saying the same thing about Matt Ryan in Atlanta. There's a lot of goodish quarterbacks who can't get their team to the next level. None of those guys are next level guys. It doesn't look like to me. But Kirk no. is Kirk is a is a goody goody two shoe who needs a perfect team around him to perform at a high level. He's got to have a running game. Got to have a defense. They don't have either. They're in trouble. Then there's the utter deplorables at the bottom, Jay. The Giants, the Jets, and the Texans. Although I've been told, don't put the Texans down there yet. Yes, they've lost two games, but they lost them to the Ravens and the Chiefs, the two best teams in the league. Am I, I wrong in putting the they had Pittsburgh coming up? They okay. had, I think they had the toughest schedule in like football history. That's bad. That somewhere, yeah, yeah. it's tough. And then they got Bill O'Brien on the sideline. While rakishly handsome, looking like a certain guy that I know, uh, guess what? Not very sharp. Let me let me ask you this. Who should be fired first? Bill O'Brien? Adam Gase. Adam Actually, Gase or Matt Patricia? Hold on. Put Adam Gase on Patricia's fat lap and launch them both. That's what should happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Adam Gase. They should have fired Adam Gase after his uh, eyeball thing. The day that they uh, hired him, remember that the, the it was I think it was a nice stagmus uh, incident, where his eyeballs just started rolling around in the press conference. It was really bad. Why did he get hired? Who did he, he know? Offensive guru, supposedly. Okay. Yeah, like Bob, like Bob Quinn saying that firing Jim Caldwell at nine and seven was not good enough. I believe they have six wins or maybe four wins in the three years under Matt Patricia. Right. Okay. It's bad. Okay. okay. All right. So there's your tears of a clown. Two weeks. I've got the league figured out, Jay. You got it out. Yeah. You, so you're going to win a million dollars on bets, right? Yeah. Well, by the way, I am a 5-0-1, and you should get your account set up at mybookie.com. $1,000 sign up. That's right. $1,000 sign up bonus. If you use promo code Zabe, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Uh, some restrictions apply on your uh, payout. Like some of you are like, oh, I got my bonus and I bet a $5 game and I won and I want the rest of the 1000 I'm like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. If only, <laughs> that'd be great. I'd be signing up under every credit card and known to man, including my mom's. <laughs> but if you don't want to deal with that, then just you know deposit some money and start playing. They're a good, solid book. I've used them for years, and they are the official sports book of this very podcast. Let me ask you a question. Are you on the train? Are you on the incredible Zabe train that is pulled out of the station? 5-0-1 in my first two weeks, documented right here on the ZabeCast. Get to my bookie and get an account and start hammering 
Come on now. It's winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when you got a little bit of something, something on it. Doesn't have to be a ton of money. Could be 10 bucks. It's the juice. It's fun thinking, yes, I just won lunch tomorrow at Chipotle. Sometimes you got a gut feeling about a game. You're just like, I got to go with it. If you don't have gut feelings, go with me. I'm hot right now. Regardless of how you play or how you've been betting for years, get with my bookie. My bookie is a rock solid place to get your sweet, sweet action on not just the NFL, but college football now with the SEC coming back, the NBA playoffs headed towards the finals, and of course the Stanley Cup and a whole bunch more. Right now they've got a hundred thousand dollar super contest for only a ten dollar entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks. You'd be crazy not to invest in your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return. Sign up at MyBookie. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means if you put in 100 they'll give you another 100 to gamble with. It's easy to jumpstart your bankroll this way. NFL, NBA, and MLB, they've got it all on tap, and it's never too late to get started. So let's go. My bookie. It's winning season now exclusively at my bookie. Okay. Ding, ding. ding, ding. Moving right along. Next issue. Uh, item number th- uh, three. Belichick looking haggard. What did you make <laughs> of Belichick's look today? Did you see it? It made yes, all the rounds on Twitter. Some are saying and I don't know if I agree with this per se, that he's still a head coach in the NFL and he has somewhat of an obligation to not look like a fucking bum at a press conference. Yay or nay? I don't don't care what he looks like as long as he wins. Okay. So if he came to the press conference shirtless... Wouldn't care. By the way, that that sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off, it's got the holes all up in the collar area. (laughs) It's got... he, He looks a lot like the guy from Game of Thrones, the High Septon, played by the uh, actor, I want to say David Price, Jonathan Price, that's who it is. Do you know who Jonathan Price is? If if I watched Game of Thrones, I would have a comment that I've never seen one episode. Okay. You ever going to watch that? Nah. Why not? Not in fantasy, not in dragons? I can't get my mind to shit that never happened or never will happen. (laughs) I can't get my mind around that. I'm sorry. That's one of my downfalls. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Price played this religious high septon who wore the dirtiest loincloth shirt and had totally disheveled hair. Some are saying Belichick was mirroring that. Okay, so you don't care about that? Nah. Okay, moving right along. Uh, pick uh, Item number four, did you hear Rory McIlroy espousing the virtues of Domino's Pizza while mic'd up for this charity event on the PGA Tour involving him, Justin Rose, Tiger Woods, and Justin Thomas? On I Monday. actually did hear that. Did, I, was, I heard it today. And? and it a little bit. Okay. It was funny. It funny or do you say, oh, you Irish lad, we've got to get you a better pizza than that. <laughs> I don't think in Ireland they have good pizza. So it's all he knows. <laughs> but he's lived in Florida forever, yeah, man. He's as American as apple pie. Uh, uh, I'll give him a pass. I give him a pass on that. I just found it funny. Is it? He was... Speaking glowingly of, of Domino's. Is it wrong that anybody likes Domino's? Is it akin musically to liking Nickelback? I was, I was going to say, <laughs> or Coldplay. It's like liking what it's Right, or Coldplay, exactly. Here. Overcast, guys. New York pizza, man. Yeah. 
tell you what, we're on this big dominance kick at the moment. It's so good. I swear to God. It is good. Like if you're like if you don't know what the really good local pizza place is, yeah, Domino's is like solid. Yeah. Domino's is like solid. Solid. Oh, roars. At one one time, and I'm going to say this year was 86 or 87, Domino's was like, when it was like new, around here at least, it was pretty good pizza. All right, amongst the chain joints, amongst the chain joints, where Where would... Where does it rank? Yes. So, versus Papa John's. No. Versus... Papa John's is better. Little Caesars. It's better than Little Caesars. Versus Pizza Hut? The old school Pizza Hut, that was nothing better. But they've changed their formula where it's not as good as it Remember when you would go to Pizza Hut after Little League or something, and they bring out the pizza in that sizzling hot skillet? Oh, yeah. It, that was like the best eatings ever, but they've changed it. So I'm going to say it's better than, than the Pizza Hut now. You ever play the game of Identify the X pizza Hut restaurant? Based on the roof line, there's one up the street. It's now it's now like a a a faux uh, a faux joint, a faux noodle joint. But you can tell it used to be a pizza hut. Yeah, because it used to be you'd go dine out for pizza, and you would wait for the pizza to be cooked and served to your table with the big old plastic cups of soda. And uh, you're right. A- after little league practice, it was the fucking bomb. Uh, and or the- or. And yeah. you play Galaga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, those were good times, and they're never coming back. No. No, they're not. We're in a different age right now. Uh, the, the thing with the old school Pizza Hut was that they would just soak that uh, crust in butter. So then when oh. the deep dish got all fried and crispy and sort of had holes in it, it was also just riddled with butter, just soaked with butter in the pan. So good. So I love that. Uh, I, I, in 1988, you couldn't tell me that the pan pizza was not the greatest thing ever. It was really, really good. I'm not sure anyone uh, else, other than some Chicago pizzerias, I'm not sure who else was in the pan game. I think the Chicago pizza, I, I still love, if you had to give me a choice of New York or Chicago, I'm thinking Chicago all day long. Okay. Uh, item number four, pick your poison, world ending style. Asteroid? Which, by the way, I included this question because there's an asteroid that's going to w- miss us by a little bit in the next week. Would you like the world to end if you had to choose asteroid, true pandemic that kills like 30% of the world, aliens, or nuclear war? Pick your world ending, Jay. What would I rather have done or what do The I- world's ending, which would be the funnest, least horrific way to go? I'll take the asteroid. <laughs> One quick kasploosh. Yeah, you, I'll take the asteroid, yeah. Did you watch any of the asteroid movies? Uh, I Deep did Impact not. is no. one of them. Armageddon no. is another one. Did watch Armageddon, though, yeah. yes. I mean, the science of what would happen if we ever got pelted with a big one is pretty fucking crazy. Like, you know, if it hits land, that's bad. If it hits water, it's also really bad. But then again, I'm thinking, remember, you said, oh, new, remember the movie in about, I want to say, 80, 81, 82, I believe still one of the scariest movies ever. And it was it was based on what would happen if there was a nuclear war between us and Russia. Yeah. I think it was on like ABC. I cannot remember the name of it. Oh. But 
it was like the day the world ended or something like that. That was that's pretty scary though. Nuclear. Uh, the the day after. The day. Thank you. That's it. Because <laughs> yeah. nobody, there's no chance of survival on that one. Well, no, there. Well, you'd survive, but it would then launch into a bunch of aftershocks. It was a movie like no other movie, and it had a profound impact on New York. That story next. We'll hear from people who, like you, watch the ultimate disaster movie tonight on television. This is Eyewitness News with Mark Haynes, (laughs) Ann Butler, Bill Gutch, Jerry Azar, and the Eyewitness News team. Good evening. Here's what's happening. Most of you who watched the ABC movie the day after are probably still feeling just a little numb right now. Maybe you discussed what you saw with your family and friends. It still leaves you, though, wondering about life, about the world, and about what you'd do if you knew the nuclear missiles were, in fact, on the way here. Well, our reporter McGee Hickey has been out all night gauging New York. McGee Hickey. What is that? <laughs> out, what is that out of? <laughs> that, that is so anchorman. It's not even funny. Exactly. Because they were afraid to watch it alone. While the TV movie was being shown, the streets of New York were a lot less crowded than usual for a Sunday night. Even in the Times Square area. There's McGee Hickey with her big floofy hairstyle from the 1980s. Ticket sales at some movie theaters were off. Nah, she's kind of a dirty brunette. Dirty girl. Okay. Home watching the day after. Well, I had commitments and I had to go out. That's why. But I really would like to see it. I'm at work and I'm on my lunch break right now. But my mother's home watching a movie right now. Yeah, she'll tell me. Okay. She'll tell me how it ends with everybody dying. <laughs> Most bars in the city showed the day after on their screens. Business. Oh my god, that's good. That's good for business. It's been so hyped in the uh, other areas of the media that. People are just sticking home to watch it, and it's affecting us dramatically here. Yeah. I teach fourth grade at St. Anthony's in the Bronx, and I think that my children will want to discuss this tomorrow, and I want to make sure that I caught it. Yeah, no, they don't want to fucking discuss it tomorrow. They want to talk about the Mets or something happy. They don't want to talk about nuclear Armageddon, for God's sakes. Yeah, um, that, that movie in Fatal Attraction had the two most profound effects on me in movie history. How about Aliens? Yeah. If aliens were to end the world, that would be a panic shitstorm, wouldn't it? But at least yeah. it might be kind of interesting because you're like, ooh, look we at those spaceships. Them, but, uh, see, we, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, you know what? You're right. You could fight them. You could punch them in the face like Will Smith did <laughs> in Independence Day. And then, yeah. I- and then issue some pithy line afterwards after you knock out a 1,500-pound alien twice the size of you. Boom! I yeah, but I, I'm going to take I'm going to re, you know change my answer to go with uh, nuclear invasion. That okay. that's the that's the yeah, scariest way to go. All right. Do you know that uh, item number five? Uh, do you know that the DC area is getting a new area code seven seven one? Jesus, that's now. When you grew up, how many area codes did you have? Well, growing up just outside the Beltway on the mean streets of McLean, Virginia. Hmm. Our area code was 703. However, if you wanted to dial anybody in and around the area, you didn't need to use no damn dial code or dial tone or not dial tone, dial code or dial tone. Can I talk tonight? No, I can't talk tonight. You didn't have to use an area code. In fact, remember the legendary Ken Beatrice on WMAL? His call-in number was what? 432-WMAL. <laughs> 
Uh, and he never had up, to say an area code because it didn't matter. If you lived within the radio earshot of his show, you just dial 432-WMAL. I'd like to talk about the Redskins. Okay, you're next. <laughs> Growing up in the mean streets of Maryland, uh, our area code forever was 301. And then they Everywhere. added a 240. No, 240, 443. Oh, and then a 443. Four, but 410 yeah. was the next one. And that's when you had to dial 410, blank, 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 blank. All right. Is 771 a Bama area code? Yeah, that, that seems terrible. God, when I, don't I think like of Virginia, it. I think of 703. 703 and 804. You got two prime numbers in 7 and 7 and then 1. Yeah, nice. seven said that just sounds terrible. No, have you have you ever wonder why there's not a 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 area code? Oh, mm, think about why it. Why is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Although, who do, we, who do you ask about that? Uh, and, uh, ask the internet. I'm sure it has an answer. Skip okay. Skip Bayless likely to get slight raise despite the Dak Prescott comments that got him close to being canceled two weeks ago. I, I I can't get angry because it's radio slash TV and morons run it. Is there it, you go. Is it under the principle of Stuart Scott, don't hate the play, I hate the game? I, no, I, it's under the premise of who's ever in charge of Fox Sports is an idiot. Right, idiot because, notably. There's nobody to bid against. You're bidding, right. What you should do is say to Bayless, hey, bud, the new number for you is $3 million. Which you're going to say, shit, that's a 50% pay cut. What did I do to deserve that? Look at my ratings. I'm the face of the franchise. I'm the face of the network, blah, blah, blah. And that's when you can say as a Fox executive, yeah, but you know what, Skip? I know what's going on at ESPN. They're not adding people at $6 million a year. They're not even adding people at $3 million a year. They're like adding people maybe at one5 So this is a good deal for you, for you and your warmed over toaster oven fucking takes on sports. Uh, this offer is good till the end of the day. Call us if you want to take it. I can't. I. I That's again, what they had, should say. I, I. I can't get angry because I know how this medium works and who's in charge. We had a boss once who hired before <laughs> you got there an unfunny comedian and a bartender for drive time, and wonder why the shit didn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a long time ago. Things have changed. I think. Oh, the, uh, I love how I love how you go. You skim across that one. I love, <laughs> the the, awesome. so, the sophistication of radio these days, Jay, is much greater. They would never hire <laughs> something as ill fated <laughs> as that. <clears throat> I, I love it. I like a like a rock over water. You just skim across <laughs> that. That's awesome. I know. I know. I know. Uh, Next item, uh, Tommy Lasorda is six is 90, 60, 93 years old. God damn it. Yeah. And I was looking, they, they showed him and the Philly fanatic one time in Philadelphia. Oh, yes, exactly. And the Philly fanatic, uh, you know, was teasing him in between innings. Tommy, he's out there as the Philly fanatic has. A stuffed mannequin of a Dodger and Tommy trying to get the fanatic close. You see the... Tommy goes and takes his four-wheeler, the fanatic's four-wheeler, and starts to wheel it away while the fanatic has the mannequin of Tommy Lasorda with the overstuffed belly to taunt him. The physique of the, of the mannequin. Tommy's a little bit hot, I think. And he's going to move that over and now. Look at him go. 
<laughs> he he chased the fanatic, chased the fanatic, grabbed the mannequin, and then beat him over the head with it. Here's the main point of this, Jay. This used to happen during baseball games. Can you imagine this happening today? Uh, do you mean like mascots acting like fools or managers acting out towards mascots? Managers oh. participating as well. Oh, God, no. No. Oh, God, no. No, they're too fucking serious. It's baseball, no. advanced metrics. Analy- I don't have time. Back in the day, Tommy Lasorda's like, huh, look, the mascot for the Phillies is making fun of me. Guess what? I got time uh, between innings here. I'm going to go walk out there and I'm going to steal it. And the guy who played the Philly Fanatic was like, okay, this is good. This is gold. Go with it. Just play along with it, which he did. Uh, Dave Raymond is his name, by the way. How do you know that? (laughs) Dave Raymond used to host a teen dance show in the late 80s, early 90s. Really? Yes, it operated out of Pennsylvania, Philly, New Jersey area. And yes, his name was Dave Raymond. Wow. Thank you. That's my one one pull of the day. That's good. That's good. I like that. (laughs) All right. Uh, Did you see the giant wave that the uh, female surfer from Brazil was able to was able to set a record on? She apparently uh, is like the first woman to claim the single year large wave in big wave surfing. This was off the coast of Portugal. Because I guess that's where they have a big wave spot. 73 and a half feet, Jay. I wanted to say, is this a thing? Maya Gabera is her name. Is it a thing? I mean, is it a sport? But then I was like, uh, yeah. yes, it's a sport. It's a sport, yeah. Why, why no. would it not be a sport? I don't know. I, 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 I don't. It's, it's, I don't know, but no, after I saw this wave, I was like, yeah, this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. It's like, to me, it's one of the most amazing things and good for the fact that it was a woman that, that did it. You know, it's a, it's a sport that uh, you can be good at almost equally good as men. Although I don't know exactly what the differences would be. Here it is right here. Oh, sorry. I could take, I I could take the, uh, the audio down. I just wanted to watch it, but holy shit, these waves are insane. I can't even yeah. believe that waves this large get created anywhere on Earth, basically. But there they are. Did you see the? Uh, did you see Maya's uh, picture? No, she a oh. dime piece. Snicky, snickety doodah, snickety doodah. Yes, and they get towed in with jet skis because they can't yeah, that's possibly. How about just being right the? There. How about just being the guy riding the jet ski, Jay? That has to, you know. <laughs> Time it just right, and then zoom over the crest of this monster wave. Hey, do you want that job? Nah, I'm I'm good. Thank you. I'm okay. (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. And you know, until you... Oh, they're getting so good at the uh, videography of this. You know, until you fuck up and get buried by a bunch of big waves, like that's the only way to get good at riding big waves. You have to get buried by a bunch of... No. All right, two more real quick, then we'll go to fuck that guy. Road Warrior Animal passes away. Joe Laurinaitis at age 60. Pour one out for Road Warrior Animal. What do you remember of him as a wrestling fan? Uh, Do you know the greatest tag team ever, the Road Warriors? 
Yeah. The, the scariest things, the, they were huge. They were big. Why was he and called the animal, and who was his tag team partner? Hawk and Animal. Hawk and Animal, was, okay. I don't know why he was called Animal, but they were awesome. They were. I can't describe how awesome they were to watch on TV. When they came into the ring, none of their matches on TV lasted more than two minutes. Because they'd come in, kick your ass. While, by the way, the music, the Ozzy Osbourne music is playing. They were just awesome. They were awesome. All right. And then finally, uh, Kobe Bryant's wife, his widow, Vanessa, has apparently kicked kicked her mother out of the house she was living in. Dirty pool or fair game if Mama Vanessa was running her mouth to the news outlets about things she didn't like regarding Vanessa and the kids. Cause that's apparently the report. She yeah. was, she was talking too much and Vanessa's like, guess what? I warned you. You're out. If that's the case. Yes. But that is harsh. But then you got to remember Kobe kind of, you know, not did the same thing as parents, but he, he just kind of oh. cut them off. Oh yeah. Uh, jelly bean. Jelly uh, bean. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember the late, great Wal- Ralph Wiley, who, you know, and love, like I loved, like love I did. Ralph, Wiley. Ralph would come in with me and Andy and uh, do shows and, uh, d- during breaks, actually on the show, he said, he's like, we were kind of shocked because the news came out that Kobe Bryant, when he married Vanessa and they got that huge house in orange County inland, not the one that's off by the ocean, but this giant, it's like a, it's like a Michael Jackson, Disneyland ranch. And I was like, God, I can't believe, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant cut his dad off. And Ralph is like, man, Jelly Bean ain't with any of that shit. That that <laughs> wife of his and that stupid ass compound. And he was saying it in just that pure Ralph Wiley way. It was hilarious <laughs> as fuck. I can't imagine doing that, though, to your own mom or your no, own dad. You know? I, I, but I have friends who haven't talked to their parents in like, 20 years and i'm like i just don't know how that works i don't either i and i've never been that angry with anything they've done to harbor a grudge for more than like 10 minutes i just shake it off and go and hey, it's them well and i think part of it is we don't know the family dynamic and money jay as you know injects itself into every crevice of a relationship the more money it's like more water that could get in there and disrupt things how come you didn't buy me this? Why can't I get that? I think you're spending too much on that. I wouldn't get involved in that financial advisor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? I know I know a woman who her and her mom didn't speak for so long. Her mom died and she didn't know it. Oh fuck. That's what I mean. I just I can't I can't operate that way. No, I think I think that's hard. That's a hard way to go. Life is yeah. short and precious, and at some point, you got to bury the hatchet and find some sort of reasonable ground. So, all Amen. right, here we go with our closing music, Jay. I got a good one today. Do you need Do you need a bat second, just in case? I, I'm not sure no guy. Okay, I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who is your FTG of the week? Wells Fargo President Charlie Sharp. (laughs) Okay. Charlie Sharp, uh, somebody asked him why he has not hired, uh, why Wells Fargo is not diverse more. And he said, and I quote, well, uh, there's a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. What? Wow! Exactly. Wow! For banking, for banking, for banking. 
Right. Okay. Sounds, yeah. like, sounds like a lot of program directors he worked for. <laughs> Just that stupid. Wow. So I, was, I was like, that was the dumbest thing I've heard in weeks. And I've heard a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. Like, you know, if there was an exclusively white activity that was hard to recruit black candidates for, I'd say, okay. Like, give me an example of something speed, that... Speed skaters. <laughs> Yes, exactly. How come there's not more black guys on the speed skating team? Look, man, I've been trying. There's not a lot right. of them out there. This right. exactly. this is this is exactly. fucking this is fucking banking. This we're, is 2020. Every, every college has business and yeah. finance. Yeah. We're uh, as you like to say, we're in every state now and we're in every field of business and life. By the way, right. did did you love the uh uniforms they rolled out for the Air Force for the Red Tails, the Tuskegee Airmen? Did you see those? Yes, yes, I, I did love that. I hated the movie, but I loved the story. Yeah, fucking great uniforms, and the hype video they had was really cool. Was even better. Yeah, yes. I love that. Okay, my fuck that guy goes to one Doug Peterson, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. A reporter said, why is Carson Wentz missing so many throws, including some that are layups? And he goes, layups? Did you ever play quarterback in the NFL? (laughs) He's like, there's no layups, he says, in this league. Wrong. There's some throws that you or I, Jay, could make. If we were her cousin, (laughs) check down Charlie. Not only are there some throws, if blocked right and schemed right, that you and I could throw, but certainly for a pro like Carson Wentz, some are layups. He should have just said, look, He's missed a lot of throws I had no idea he'd ever miss. But we're going to tighten it up. You know, we're going to get it better. It's not a crisis. He had to pull the card of, have you you ever played quarterback? Hey, Doug, be better. My question is, did you ever play quarterback in the NFL? I saw you holding a clipboard and washing Favre's balls, but I didn't really see you play much. (laughs) All right, with that, I say to uh, to, uh, Doug Peterson, fuck that guy. Jay, is always, a wonderful romp, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Very quickly, we, we did this whole thing without Maria Taylor and Whitlock. I'm surprised. Let's table it for next week. Let's let the pot simmer down a bit, shall we? Okay, good All enough right. for me. All right, as you like to Bye. say in Ken Beatrice style. Bye-bye now. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow, football five ways. Friday, we got Brandon Walker back from Barstool Sports on college football talking SEC. It's going to be great. Revel in week three, people, and we'll see you on Friday.